back to another episode of guide live b2b jam session and that was ain't no way by the lovely aretha franklin i'm a big aretha franklin fan in fact currently in beautiful austin texas listening to some summer jazz as i hang out with a few friends where are you at if you're tuning in and listening right now to the guide live b2b jam session episode to this episode and super excited about this awesome guest that I have today. You know, I had to hunt him down for a couple of weeks to make sure we make this episode happen. And he's the VP of product at an amazing neurotech company called Neurable that I have been keeping track with for the last probably, what, two to three years now. They've been around for quite some time, actually, really building their tech. And I mean, I'm really excited about it because Neurable is neurotech for work-life balance. And the guy that we're speaking with today, Mr. Jamie Alders, is their VP of product at Neuroboy. He is in love with brain-computer interfaces, and he's going to dive deep with us a bit on what does the future of brain-computer interfaces look like, and what does he do in his background in building Neuroboy's hardware and software to ensure that everyone can actually interact with technology in a completely new format in terms of in the future of work and in their work life. So we're going to really dive deep and I'm super excited to pick his brain, quote unquote. <laughs> don't, don't check me for that. Really dive deep with them and pick his brain on what does the future of neurotech look like and how did he get started in building neurotechnology? He actually has a background working with Bose and a few other companies and how, he, how did he develop this passion for neurotech and what does this mean in terms of how people will interact with tech and live life in terms of in the future of work. So I'm super excited to dive deep with Jamie. And if you have any questions for Jamie or I, as we engage in a deep discussion, and he picks my brain, I pick his, let us know. Show us some love in the comments. And don't be afraid to DM me, because we are live right now, answering and engaging in your questions. With that said, let's bring on Mr. Alders. Hey, Jamie. Hi, Tim. Thanks for having me. Jamie, thanks for, for showing up and making making the big event, man. Really appreciate you. <laughs> My pleasure to be here. How's it going, man? Where are you currently at? I think you mentioned that you are based in Boston right now, in the East Coast, right? That's right. I'm just outside of Boston. So we have our Austin and Boston podcast here. That's awesome, man. How long have you been living in the area, man? 
Um, I grew up in the Boston area. Uh, I went to college in uh, North Carolina, and I returned to Boston after that. So I've been living here uh, for a long time, 20, 15, more than 15 years. Wow, man, that's amazing. That's amazing. So, so walk us through, you know, how did you get started in the work that you do around neurotech and brain-computer interfaces, man? You know, was this always something that you were inspired to do at a young age? No, I mean, as as a young, uh, when I was young, I really wanted to build things. I knew that. I used to build Legos all the time. And I studied mechanical engineering in college. So I knew I wanted to build new things. Um, I didn't know exactly what. Um, I spent 12 years working at Bose, uh, where I, I was an engineer building uh, headphones and speakers. And I really loved that. And, uh, and later on in my career there, I was in product management and saw more of the business side of things and um, got exposed to a lot of new technologies in that time, like voice interfaces, which I thought was really fascinating. And I worked really closely with um, some partnerships related to Alexa and Google Assistant. And I saw how those new types of interfaces could change how people interact with technology. And then when I decided it was time to kind of start looking for a, a change in my career, BCIs and neurotechnology was just so fascinating to me because it's it's a it's going to be the next way that we interact with our technology. We you know we we've in my lifetime we started with um, we adopted uh, touchscreens and that enabled smartphones. Then we uh, started talking to our devices like with Siri and Alexa and Google Assistant. Um, and 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 I see neurotech as the next big shift in how we interact with our devices. Yeah, no, a hundred percent and. For me, as a as a as a technologist, and even just looking at Neurable, because I've been keeping track of what you all have been doing for quite some time, you know, Neurable is one of those platforms where I think it's going to be the consumer winner in terms of how you guys are thinking about the tech and, and humanizing it. I want you to walk through a little bit about the you know the the science and behind the product, and you know how you know it came from being this very nascent thing to not being something that's ready for consumers to actually use in their day-to-day -day work lives? Yes, yeah, so that's a, that's a big question because there's a lot of different pieces that have to get in place before uh, neurotech is really ready for widespread consumer adoption. And I think there's two big sides of this. One is the hardware. Um, mm. Traditionally, BCIs and neurotechnology has been these kind of lab-grade um, uh, caps that you have 24, 36, and 64, 128 electrodes all over your head. You squirt gel in between the, the little sensor and your scalp to make sure that you can get the signal working well. Um, and that's how you know a lot of laboratories uh, use uh, uh, measure brain signals. In this case, a lot of times it's EEG, electroencephalography. Mm. And and so and so one of the big challenges of making that really easy to use and and practical for consumers. So there have been some companies that have done some great work uh, in that direction. Um, and I think we have some more work to do to get there, um, but Neurable, we've made a lot of great progress. And we're gonna make an announcement pretty soon about how we're gonna be able to uh, integrate our sensors into uh, just a regular pair of headphones. Wow, no, so, that's so, so that's So uh, that's the hardware side of things. And then the software side is that um, these sensors, it's really hard to pick up brain waves. They're, they're not like picking up a heartbeat or like picking up um, blood oxygen or your temperature, right? It's, it's very complicated. It looks like random, uh, random signals. So we have a team of machine learning engineers and neuroscientists who do a lot of 
amazing work um, and mathematics, really complex mathematics to try and interpret what those changes in brain signals look like and how we can actually make sense of them. So you kind of combine the hardware, getting really practical, you know, low cost, easy to use uh, sensors with the, the software side of things to actually interpret what those signals mean. And that's what is gonna make um, neurotech accessible to the consumer. Yeah, you know, let me ask you, Jamie, should consumers be scared <laughs> that you're tapping into their brains and, you know, and stealing all of their information? You know, how, how, how important do you think privacy is when it comes to building neurotech and really thinking about uh, the future of neurotechnology? Yeah, so I think neurotech, uh, privacy is really important in neurotech. And, um, and I think, one, we have an obligation to make sure that customers' privacy is, is, is first and foremost, and, uh, and that we're not doing things that we shouldn't do. Um, that, that said, you know, we are doing a lot of things on Innerable to, to make sure that we have that. We have um, our, our CEO used to be on the board for neuroethics, and, um, and we have um, some very strict policies in, internally um, that we're, we'll be sharing externally at some point soon. But those, we don't want uh, people to do the wrong things with, with this information. That said, the information we're getting is that we're not able to read people's thoughts. Uh, we can't, we can't do that kind of thing. We're not mm. able to. It's not, it's not invasive in that way that that people should be concerned that someone's going to know what you're thinking. Um, uh, the 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 fidelity of information we can get is more about um, uh, 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 an emotion like you're stressed or you're focused or you're fatigued, um, and so those are mm. those are some. Those are those are uh, so. I think people should both feel feel comforted that we're taking ethics and, and privacy very very seriously, but also that um, we're uh, we're not um, able to in, in, infer anything that is um, so concerning that it would be a, a privacy um, issue. It's I view it more like uh, heart rate trackers, um, blood yeah, oxygen and, trackers, yeah, it's, it's temperatures, it's, that kind of information about yourself. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the, the conversations around privacy today are so important that, you know, I think one of the most powerful things about neurotech is how it can help us feel a sense of security and trust with the technology that we're using versus us feeling as if it's an invasive um, um, tech, technology. Exactly. You know, let me ask you, Jamie, you know, with all of the 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 the, the big claims around how neurotech could be super useful, I would love for you to share a few. What are your most exciting use cases that you think, you know, Neurable uh, can potentially apply to? Because I'm really big on the future of work, of course, as we know. But, you know, when you when we think about neurotech and the future of work, what do you think a lot of the use, use cases come about in terms of within the workplace or even now that everyone's working remotely? How do you see neurotech kind of playing a role in this future of work? Sure. So I think there's kind of two ways that we're going to see neurotechnology applied um, for consumers in general. And then I'll talk a little bit about how that applies to the future of work. One of them is, is when you hear the word BCI, brain computer interface, that's really mm. about um, controlling something, right? Uh, it's about clicking. It's about um, typing using your brain. Which, uh, which there's a lot more work that needs to be done to to make that super effective. Um, but for example, Neurable in its early days, uh, we built tools so that people with severe neurable palsy, cere cerebral palsy, excuse me, um, could communicate. Uh, you know, they, 
either by looking at a screen and selecting a yes or a no or by typing on a keyboard. And that takes a long time, but for people who can't communicate otherwise, it's very valuable. So that technology eventually will evolve into, um, into uh, ways of, of interacting with devices, kind of like I mentioned touchscreens before, you know, the touchscreen enabled a smartphone. Um, now that we have smartphones, we have email and, and uh, access communications anywhere we go, home, the office, when you go for a walk, it's all with you. And neurotechnology eventually will, will change the way that we interact with our technology to make it more, um, more uh, convenient and, 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 and our goals more accessible so that if, you, if you're fully abled or differently abled, you're gonna be able to interact with your technology um, uh, all the same. The other, the other way I think neurotechnology will be applied for and, and, and apply the future of work is something called effective computing. And I mentioned earlier about mm. how, how through neurotechnology, we can, we can identify whether you're feeling stressed or relaxed or focused or distracted. Well, imagine if you're distracted or, sorry, imagine if you're stressed, then maybe your phone recommends that it plays some relaxing music. And if you're focused, maybe your laptop says, okay, I'm going to silence my Slack notifications so that it's not distracting you and taking you out of the zone. So you can imagine that having that awareness, um, having your devices be able to say, you know, I see that you are, you are uh, focused or distracted or stressed or relaxed or fatigued. Here are some things that might help you, or even just giving you the awareness of your state can say, oh, wow, I am pretty fatigued. Maybe I should go get a cup of coffee. Maybe I should walk around. Maybe I should stretch or you know, something to help you feel better and better manage your time. Wow. Also oh, really kind of interacting with engaging with you as if it, you know, like your own, the own computer system in itself was a human and has empathy towards your needs and wants during that specific contextual moment. Yes, exactly. And I think the first step there is just giving you data, giving information, just like you might know what your, um, you know, what your heart rate is all day, or we might know what your, if your temperature has changed, um, you might know how far you've, you know, your physical activity, your step tracking, all those things. We, we have devices like that now that help us make better decisions. Oh, I really haven't been very active today. Maybe I should go for a walk before dinner. Um, likewise, having that insight um, into your focus, your stress can help you make better decisions about your day. Wow. You know, so for you, Jamie, who have been, because you've been in this space for quite some time now, and you've worked with amazing companies on a variety of different types of interfaces, from sound interfaces to now hardware and software, brain interfaces. And, you know, you, you're, you're also passionate about software. You know, who have been some of the pioneers in the field that you've been really excited about and you've learned a ton from to get you into the, the work that you're doing now? And, you know, where do you see things going from here? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think that as far as pioneers goes, um, you know, there's there's pioneers inside of neurotech um, that are great. You know, I, I have a I think it's great um, for companies like um, Muse and interacts on the company Muse is the product. They have a, a headband that that helps you meditate. And um, and so what they did is they were able to take something that uses you know, a very complex technology like EEG and make a very simple device, uh, a headband in, the, in their case. Um, and so they, 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 I think their head product is about $200. Um, 
Um, and so taking something that was thousands of dollars and making it something very inexpensive and accessible for people um, and, and trying to really push the use cases for consumer neurotech. Um, another pioneer that I, I have a lot of respect for is Kernel. Um, they're, uh, they're building a, essentially a, a, a low cost medical imaging device for the brain. Um, and and I've watched some YouTube videos lately about what they're doing now, and and I I love the approach of like you have these um, these MRIs and these other types of like humongous expensive devices in hospitals, and and being able to take that technology and bring it down to a smaller device that maybe an EMT could carry, and then someday it could be in in someone's home. Mm. So um, so I think the a lot of the pioneers are really taking devices and, and technology that are used in labs um, and, and universities and trying to, to really um, focus and prioritize either whether it's cost or fidelity and really try to, um, to make those um, uh, useful applications. Yeah, no, that's so powerful, Jamie, that, that and you're pointing at all kinds of um, different research happening right now that will make this much more adoptable for consumers, not only in the space of work and life, but also even healthcare, which is huge. And there's tremendous use cases there as well. You know, I'm just getting excited talking with you. You know, Jamie, I would love for you to, you know, I know Neurable has been working on a lot recently. You guys recently reached your website. You guys are coming out with a ton of announcements soon. Um, and we don't want you to share anything on here, of course, that you can't share. But, you know, what should we expect from you and the Neurable team in the future? What should we be on the lookout for? Um, you should be on the lookout for an announcement that's coming soon about a pair of headphones um, that is going to, um, yep, that's going to, so an everyday device that's going to be able to give you insight into how and when and where you work best. Wow. That's huge. I'm super excited because I have, I love headphones. <laughs> I actually have some headphones now with me. They're not the Bose, man, even though I love Bose. I actually have a Bose headphones, but I also have a Skull Candy um, 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 Sesh headphones. They're like earbuds. So, you know, if you guys come out with earbuds, know I'm definitely going to be in line, ready to buy um, online on your website or something. <laughs> well, I wish I could tell you some more details about that. But uh, what I what I'm most excited about is integrating the technology into something that is a product that people use every day. Love it, man. Love it. Love it. Thanks so much, Jamie, for joining us on this episode of Guide Live B2B Jam Session, man. You know, where can the people connect with you and follow and a lot of the work that you're doing within Neurable? Yeah, great. So uh, if you want to uh, kind of be First in line to hear the updates from Neurable and when we're making our announcement, um, the best place to go would be to um, go to neurable.com slash join us um, and sign up for our, you know, our email list. Um, you also can go follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and check us out on our website too, neurable.com. Neurable.com, and I've shared the link in the comments. And please let's show Jamie some love. He's super active on Twitter and LinkedIn, I believe, with the rest of the Neurable crew, who I love their social media. They're super active. Shout out to their marketing and social media management team and product marketing team. They're amazing. And they were the ones who were able to get this done for us. Jamie, man, we would love to have you back on in the future. 
as Norville continues to kill it, especially after some of these announcements come up. What do you think? Would you be okay with that, man? Definitely. I'd love to be back. Thanks so much, Jamie. Appreciate you so much, man. And talk soon, my friend. Thank you very much, Tim. Peace. And that was Jamie Alders, who is the VP of product at Norable, who is doing amazing, amazing things. Make sure you check out Norable.com. They have some really huge announcements coming soon that I'm excited about. And you know what? I'm probably going to get one of their headphones. Hey, y'all. I'm probably going to get one of their headphones. In fact, I love headphones so much as I was just talking to him about, I have a couple of headphones here, right here. So if they ever come out with something this small for my ears that tracks and depends on when, when I can work best, no, I'm going to be first in line. With that said, have you all drank some tea today? Check out BigBlackTea.com. We're selling out of our teas. And as it goes into wintertime, everyone wants to stay warm, stay healthy, and stay cuddled up with a nice cup of warm tea. BigBlackTea.com. We're the hottest tea brand in the world. If you know of another hotter tea brand, tell me different. <laughs> Please tell me different. I will respect them just as well. In fact, there's some amazing tea brands in Oakland right now that we're working with and partnering with and are doing some amazing tea, amazing things. So shout out to Hella Tea in Oakland. It's another sister friend of mine in Oakland who's building an amazing, amazing tea brand. Hella Tea Oakland. Check them out. Hella Tea Oakland. They are amazing. And shout out to my, my sister friend building the amazing tea brand in Oakland, Hella Tea. But make sure you go get your BigBlackTea.com at BigBlackTea.com and make sure you let us know when you get it too. Every time we get new orders, I get a notification on my smart band that we got new orders and it's probably like the most joyous notification I get every single day. So show us some love with our guide movement and get you some Big Black Tea at BigBlackTea.com. In addition, make sure to join our beta. If you want to get in on the action early, join our beta. We continue to build. And we're doing our best, even during these winter times. And as everyone goes back into lockdown, we're enjoying life. We're living our best lives. And we're building an amazing, amazing movement. And also, remember, once again, our platform is your platform. So if you ever want to be on the show or you know someone that needs to be on the show, we're taking a break in December because y'all have been working us all year long. But come back on January. We're going going hard with some amazing guests from all around the world. In fact, we have people pitching us to be on the show now. There used to be a time where we were pitching other people to be on the show, but now we don't have to worry about that anymore. We have people begging to be on the guideline B2B Jam sessions, and we love it. We love it because, once again, our platform is your platform. All right? With that said, y'all, check out Noble.com and get in on the action and the movement that they're creating and building the future of brain-machine interfaces and how we interact with effective computing. Super excited about what they're building. And shout out to Jamie once again for joining us on the show. All right, so I'm going to cap y'all off to some smooth jazz, but with the reminder, go get you some tea for this hot, hot, well, not this hot day, but this cold, cold winter coming up wherever you're at. All right, y'all, much love. Is my baby, ooh yeah, is he still my baby true? 
is a creature that has always been strange. Just when you're sure of one, you'll find he's gone and made a change. So is you is, or is you ain't my baby? Maybe my baby's found somebody new.
river Cause I had cried a river all over you If my pillow could talk Imagine what it would have said Would be a river of tears I cried a So you can cry me a river Oh, yeah. 